Guitarathon is the greatest guitar sale on earth, and it's happening now. Get massive savings on a huge selection of electric and acoustic guitars, basses, amps, pedals, and other accessories. Get select Ernie Ball strings, three for ten. Save $100 on a Fender Special Edition Strat, or get a Yamaha acoustic for just $199. Plus, get special financing on select major brands. Don't miss these incredible deals. Available online and in store now through November 1st. Guitarathon, only at Guitar Center. Find your sound. You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is going to be huge. Welcome. You are Locked On Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member at MavsMoneyWall.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, the editor of Smokey Cuban. It's sort of ironic right now that I'm saying that because every other podcast has been a different person. But what you got for me, Isaac? <laughs> every other podcast, but not every other podcast has been your co-host. Yeah, yeah, no, those are not co-hosts. Those are those are guest hosts, guest appearances, yeah. even guest appearances. Uh, Nick, I have a question: How many alter ego accounts do you have on social media? All right, there's me. Then uh, I have an Instagram for my dog. Oh wait, that's you. And then that's I have... me. Alternate egos. Let's see. Okay, but honestly, though, I have mine, my own Twitter. I have the Lockdown Maps Twitter. I have the Seeing Stars Twitter. I have my Twitter that is my name instead of just like my Twitter handle. Then I what? also I also have the like I I kept like I used to have my Twitter handle was just like at my name like Nick Engstead. Yeah. And I switched it because it's too hard to like say on a podcast and like if I go on a if I like go on a guest appearance on a podcast, I'm like, go follow me at Nick Angstead. Like good luck spelling that. <laughs> yeah. So I changed it up and followed in uh Snotty Drippin's footsteps. Wanted to do I needed an NBA pun is what I needed. <laughs> an NBA pun. <laughs> I I don't think I could do an NBA pun with my name. Oh yeah, you could. And if so, I don't know what I would do. It would be kinda weird. I'm sure we could come up with one. <laughs> um, no, yeah. Anyway, so I, what? I, the, <laughs> Kevin Durant definitely has a couple. Do you believe it? I believe that the Kevin Durant situation with the, the Twitter stuff, and if you guys don't know what this is, Kevin Durant um, was seen like responding to a tweet that responded to him or that tweeted at him with his own account like defending himself in the third person which is making people think that he has other accounts that he goes on and like defends himself with other accounts like with other people's names and stuff (laughs) like Mm. it's just a weird thing and so what i think happened was i think that the same thing that happened to ted cruz happened to kevin durant now if you guys don't know what happened to ted cruz ted cruz's twitter account which i'm sure he uses constantly and i'm sure he's very up to date with all the <laughs> happenings and trends on twitter liked a uh, a porn video on, <laughs> on twitter which everybody can see your likes by the way if you guys didn't know that everyone can see your likes including on instagram that is a hidden one that a lot of people do not know that you can see who your followers like the pictures your followers like on Instagram. Yeah, under like it's, activity or something, right? Yeah, it's really funny to look through that sometimes and see some pictures that your uh that certain friends that you wouldn't think would like a certain type of picture uh liked. <laughs> we'll just leave it as broad and as vague as that. We'll just yeah. leave. So 
Ted Cruz's uh, Twitter account liked this video, and he came on TV the next day and stuff, and said that it was a, a staffer and that it was you know their fault. And it was a mistake and blah blah blah. And then like people were questioning like, is are you going to take action? Is this guy going to be fired? And like he was like, well, let's hold up. We'll have a meeting about it, which I thought was good on his part. But so celebrities and people like high profile people, they have other people that use their Twitter accounts. And I think this was a guy that like didn't really understand what Durant was asking him, like defend me or whatever. <laughs> and then this guy is like supposed to be on his own Instagram or his own Twitter. And then he doesn't get on his own Twitter. And so it accidentally still tweets it on Kevin Durant's. And then all of a sudden it gets blown up everywhere. On a scale of one to 10, how much do you care about it? Uh, I care about it like a four. Like I'm interested. It piqued my interest. I didn't read any stories about it. Because I'm at like a one or two because, man, <laughs> it just pisses me off, man. It pisses me off because I saw an article today. I respect a lot of people at Sports Illustrated, yeah. especially Lee Jenkins. Yeah. Uh, Lee did not write the piece. It was a different guy. <laughs> what if Lee Jenkins wrote this story? But no, Lee, Lee retweeted it. So that's how I saw it. But it was another guy at Sports Illustrated who wrote this you know, piece and was like entitled, you know, like Durant's latest Twitter thing. Uh, it proves everyone right about oh, the yeah, criti- yeah. I saw criticism Durant. I'm like, that's so bullcrap, man. Like, yeah, that's terrible. You're honestly going to keep on coming at Durant. Like, whatever. Like, we could talk about Durant and his the hate he got and for what he did, and I just never – it's just like Shump. Shumpert was on this talk show, you know, was it yesterday or a few days ago, and I watched that, and Shump was just completely real. He's like, yeah, was I, like, last year, and I was like – pissed off i was like man what the heck man how did you know why did durant go join these guys y'all had him down 3-1 he said you know what isaiah thomas played the day after his sister died yeah and that just shows you everything about loyalty he said who who would have said that if durant resigns with okc that they're not trading him in six months that they're not lowballing with the offer or something like that he said so why can i be mad at kevin durant but anyway the twitter thing i one i could care less these like People out there that are digging, that want to dig and find fake accounts, whatever floats your boat, man. And I, I guess that's journalism, and that's just uh, another thing with me. Like, I'm with you there, unless it's Adam Silver's fake account. I'm in, the, I'm in on that one. I want to find that one. <laughs> well, Adam Silver is kind of funny because he admitted that he has a fake one, so it's just like, oh, <laughs> let's like, it's like a it. challenge, you know? Like, yeah, exactly. But one, like one, let the dudes freaking live. Who gives a freaking crap? And then two, even if Durant did do this, it does not speak anything into his character. It's just, what? Who gives a crap, man? Like, I don't know. I was just reading this stuff today, and I was like, oh, cool, okay, Durant's Twitter thing. First of all, I'm not completely sold that it's actually real. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I mean, it I'm really came not. from his account, but. But did it? Like I see the screenshots, but we I mean, how many times have we seen different things screenshots of people, you know, photoshopping in tweets that they were never see it sent, you know? Yeah, that one was one that was all over the place though. So to me that it would be difficult to Okay. Try to find like I saw it on I saw it on Reddit like four times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I saw it a bunch of different places and it probably is true like it actually happened, but I'm not until Durant comes out and says, "Yeah, one of my friends sent those tweets or yeah, I did when in heat of a moment or something like that. I'm not, I'm just kind of skeptical. And if it was completely true, Do you I mean, think I had he- a friend text me tonight and was like, I don't, he just out of the blue and says, I don't think this Durant stuff's you know, real at all. Do you think he uh, needs to come out and actually respond to this? 
If I'm Durant, I say heck no. Nah. Like I mean, if he wants to, sure. But the day I'm sitting there sipping, uh, sipping my champagne, uh, doing whatever the heck I want to do, probably the best player in the dang world, eating Who a sandwich gives... off the Bill Russell Trophy. Don't give a crap what y'all think about Twitter. I'm gonna go out and win the MVP and probably another title again. And what I do on my Twitter account, don't give a freaking crap, man. You know when he is gonna talk about it though? Media day. Bill Simmons podcast part five. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. You know, Bill's Bill's dying to ask him about it. He's probably already texting him about it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, he's going to answer it at some point. I mean, yeah, I'll be curious to just see what he says. But people that are trying to tie this into, like, his character. Yeah. Ain't nobody got time for that. Like, what what, what is it? September 18th? Yep, we're we're trying to find stories now. That's kind of where we are at this point in the NBA season. Yeah. NBA Can I ask you another? We'll throw you that. Yeah, I want to ask you another random question. Uh, we kind of mentioned it before the pod, but what what do you think about Andrew Bogut going to your boys, the Lakers? Andrew Bogut, this this deal makes. I just said this to you makes a lot of sense if Brooke Lopez doesn't exist. <laughs> you know, if Brooke Lopez <laughs> wasn't there, but with Brooke Lopez, it doesn't make a ton, it doesn't make a ton of sense to me because you can't play them together. You, then you can't play Zubak too. Now you have three centers that are like only fives. Yeah, they can't play four. Some of their best lineups, I think, are going to be eventually with Nance at five. Like with that, none of them on the floor. What? Yeah, with none of them on the floor. And so <laughs> you're just like, uh, what are we doing at this point? Like, I understand the connection with Luke Walton. Um, I think this deal makes, like I said, makes sense without Brook Lopez. But I think they made this deal. Like Brooke Lopez is not going to be there at some point. Yeah, like they'll try to trade him again or something. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it doesn't. I mean, even like I think it was Ramona that it tweeted out a little bit ago saying that he's obviously you know going to be a part of their plans moving forward, stuff like that. Yeah, I mean they recruited what weird, him. What a weird tweet when he signs a one-year deal. Yeah, so I I'm I don't know. He's coming off confused. a pretty bad injury too. I think it does uh, maybe speak into the uh, yeah you're with the Brook Lopez stuff. Do they try to ship Brook Lopez at some point over this fall before the deadline? I don't know. It's really intriguing. I thought that Bogut would be going to like Boston. They yeah, said or back to Cleveland. Yeah, uh, David Aldridge said that you know Minnesota was really pushing hard for him. You know, with the backup minutes behind Towns. That would have been interesting too, but I don't know. We'll see. I and it's just like what I said with the Wade thing. Just don't be surprised that we see these random type moves a year, a summer ahead. You know, a year ahead throughout this year that helps set the stage for next summer. These guys that might already get ahead of the curve and be like, you know what, I'm gonna go to L.A. now. That maybe I can, you know, put some roots down and to where I can come back easy next summer with bird rights. With bird rights or, you know, just that. Well, that's going to make it easy for them to come back. Yeah. And when LeBron and stuff comes, it's kind of what I said with, you know, Dwayne Wade, too. I think I could very well see Wade, if he gets bought out, just going ahead and going to the Lakers, knowing that Bron's coming. But yeah. it's intriguing. It's weird. I, I will say that did surprise me, Bogut going there. Not that it's a big, you know, push to the needle or anything, but I didn't think I could. I would have named five other teams before. No, the they're they're winning the West at this point. You got you got Andrew Bogut, an NBA champion center, former number. He's I a think number Nick one. Just, 
He's the number one overall pick. You know who else they, they have? They have Lonzo Ball. Oh, my gosh. He's unbelievable. Please. I'm about to quit locked on right now. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe no, Bogut can, Bogut can be a mentor. Andrew Bogut looks so bad for the Mavericks. <laughs> You know, you know one player that LeVar Ball won't talk crap to? <laughs> Andrew freaking Bogut, man. No, Andrew Bogut would end LeVar Ball. Also, there's some speculation about Andrew Bogut that, I don't know, I don't know if he would talk to LeVar Ball either. <laughs> I'll just leave well, it at, I'll leave it at that. We'll you guys can you guys that. can scour the internet if you want to for that. For that reference. All right. So speaking of Dwayne Wade going to the Lakers or going to the Cavaliers, we finished off our uh, that first half of our board bets with Dwayne Wade will be on the Cavaliers. Now I'll post all of these. I'll post the ones from 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 last pod on Mavs Moneyball on the post that I make. So don't worry if you missed it. You can go back, go listen to that episode. It explains our our rationale and thinking, uh, but it'll do all of our board bets from there. So. The rest of our board bets, we have five more to go through for the NBA, and then our next pod that we, our next official pod that we do together, will be our Mavericks board bets. And so when we do these, we are going through and we are just making bets. So for example, that one that I just mentioned, Dwayne Wade will be on the Cavaliers at some point next season. I think that will happen. Isaac thinks that won't happen. And so whoever wins the most of these bets, the other per, they win and then the other person has to do a payoff and we are wanting your payoffs give us your payoff ideas tweet them to us send them to us uh comment on wherever you can and uh and we will see them i already got one today that was really funny and i have to read it so i'm gonna go try to find it and i'm not doing anything long-term permanent so i'm not changing my dog's name <laughs> i'm not getting a dwight powell tattoo here's, here's what it is dwight powell tattoo was great uh at aaron d holloway shout out to you he said for our board bet nick can change his dog's name to slangin d if he loses <laughs> i will d- slangin d Come i here. will i will do that for a week and I, i'll do a video of me calling him slangin d how about that let's let's do a, let, i'll do a i'll post a video of me calling him slangin d i'm not gonna do like that that would be a monthly one i'm not gonna do a whole year like forever me calling I've, I've like got that, a cu- eventually that cuts in like my wife would not go for that at all <laughs> i've got a couple of ideas that have randomly came to me over the past day or so yeah and i, I got of, some i got some more ideas as well we'll, we'll do some for the monthly ones again we're also going to do monthly isaac yeah. and i are going to pick every single game so some of these like for that one that one that one to me is a monthly one that, that aaron sent in I'll, I'll probably do that for if i lose i'll have to post a video of me calling my dog slang and d at different places and i'll do it a bunch of different places i won't just do it like one time i'll show it throughout the whole week so i want one at the end of the month this is going to be one of mine all right give it to me for you Dang it. that if you lose you have to write a thousand word piece on how <laughs> jeff how jeff withy is an important piece of the future oh. <laughs> <laughs> thousand words and there can be no sense of like joking or anything until like the very last line uh, you know i'm going to turn that in without telling him anything i'm not even going to tell because because that maps money ball we go back and forth and we say like what articles we're working on we put them on a spreadsheet and we like you know make sure that nobody's writing the same thing and stuff like that but i don't have to submit i don't have to make tell sure that. you put that in i'm not telling no i'm not telling anyone i'm just gonna submit it hey guys i just wrote a thousand words on jeff with you <laughs> now we'll see who actually listens to the podcast or it's gonna or it's gonna or or you could do like a thousand word piece on jean clavel and how 
how he should have made the Mavericks. Yeah, and how he should have made the Mavericks and how his second chance is around the corner. Oh, gosh. You know he'd retweet it, too. He'd retweet it, and you get, like, all these views from From Puerto, Puerto Rico. Rico. <laughs> Edgar, Edgar would retweet it, too. Edgar would, like, call me and be like, uh. Like, dang, bro, that's a good piece. I yeah. You're such a believer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's a good one. Uh, I have one for you for the end of the year I still haven't told you about. This is definitely going to be my, my one for the end of the year. So, Oh, crap. Um, I'm, I'm not, not gonna, taking a selfie with Dwight Powell. I'm, no, I'm not going to tell you until the end. Until the end <laughs> it's of the, something with Dwight Powell, probably. Until the end of these bets. It is definitely with Dwight Powell. <laughs> we should have a – I should challenge him to a three-point shootout. You would lose really bad. Because <laughs> you're a believer in him. He's an NBA player. Okay. Uh, I, I think could, I guarantee you I could beat some NBA players in the league. Like, sign who do you me think up. you could beat in a three-point contest in the league? Dwight Howard. No, dude. Dwight added a three to his game. Shut Dwight, up. <laughs> Dwight is legit gonna make threes this year. Now listen, some some guys like Stephen Adams, like some guys like that, they're draining threes in practice that are yeah, not like, or measuring. Yeah, like some people like that. Okay, that's why I said there's a, there's a few. I'm not saying there's a plenty because even a lot of these centers in the league that people would not think are three point shooters, they can hit them in practice. Drumming, I but, bet you could beat. But I've seen like Dwight Howard in a pregame shoot around shoot a three. Sign me up. Like, <laughs> NBA, let me, let me NBA range. Yeah, I'd be down for that. Drumming, you think you could beat Drumming? I want to say so, but I haven't seen Andre Drummond like up close in like a shoot around or something to say. Have you seen him shoot three free throws? <laughs> DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan actually has good form, I think, with with his free throws. That would be the other horrible. thing. There's not going to be thousands of people watching you and the the NBA player in a three point contest. No, I couldn't do it with the guy from the other team. But I wonder if I if I actually challenge somebody like Salah. Salah would be the type that'd be like, yeah, come on, let's do it. He would. He totally would. I bet Dwight would too. Uh, Dwight's a little, Dwight's like super smart and like really like sophisticated and like witty type of, he went to Stanford. Yeah. He's like better than us. I've said this before. I, I hate, I hate on his game because mainly cause his contract stuff, but he's a super nice guy. Like I've talked to him before. I've asked him questions and stuff, but I just, yeah. So yeah, keep sending us your board bets. We got to have some for every month. So that's a good one from Aaron. So shout out to him. And uh, that's a good one from Isaac that I will probably have to do. That seems like an end of the year one. I don't know if that's a month one, but I guess. Uh, oh no, a thousand a thousand word piece. Yeah. And Jeff with you at the end of October. Yeah. I mean, heck, I I no, I I could think of some more. Yeah. Okay. I I, I need a thousand word piece on what five characters that NBA Mavericks or the <laughs> NBA Mavericks, the Dallas Mavericks <laughs> would dress up as for Halloween. That's actually a thing I would write. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot you do you do like kind of quirky articles yeah, like I that. Yeah, do weird stuff sometimes. Like Shark Tank. That Shark Tank one was good though. I like that one. I felt good about that one. That's all. That's all up your alley right there. Yeah. All right. Let's continue with our board bets. Now that we're almost twenty minutes into the podcast, not having start, not having Somebody, started. Somebody's gonna complain. I threw shade. I I'm gonna admit I threw shade at Matt Mosley today. I, I texted my friend. I was like, I was listening to the Dooms. The Doomsday Podcast. I was listening to them, and uh, it's him and Ed Werder talking about the Cowboys. And I made fun of how Ed Werder takes forever to set up, or how uh, Matt Mosley takes forever to set up a question. And I just took 20 minutes to set up this podcast. So <laughs> I guess Never it wasn't ma- just me talking. We were bantering, but still. I guarantee you Mosley had sunglasses on during that part. 
and he admitted it was after the Cowboys game. So he's sitting there really late at night with sunglasses on. I wonder if his like brightness is turned up all the way. Uh, I've never seen that guy at every practice or things I've seen him at. He's always had shades on. So that's his thing, man. All right, I understand that being your thing, but it kind of gets weird. Well, you wear a backwards hat. You wear a, a flat bill and uh, and J's, so that's your thing. Really, that's I think J's are a little bit more common than wearing sunglasses and every single indoor thing. It's like P Diddy or something. <laughs> Michael Jordan. There is more to me, Queen Eliara of Elfgard, than my elven magic. Just as there's more to Geico than saving you money, Geico also gives you 24-7 access to licensed agents online, on the phone, or on the Geico app. And while I am a mighty elf queen, I am also a mighty big fan of barbecue potato chips. Minions! More smoky mesquite. Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. All right, All right, what's our next board bet? Our next board bets. This one, it might be controversial to people, but there's a big caveat in it, a huge caveat. If Gasol, Conley, and Chandler Parsons avoid major injury and play 70 games each, not together, that would be bad, 70 games each, Memphis will make the playoffs. You've backed up off your Grizzly hate or your Grizzly love. They should never sign anybody. I thought they were going to be something. You, you're all about them. I was all about them, but then you're just, you're just looking and you're like, and our rankings too were like, if nobody was injured, we were assuming no major injuries. And so I think they would still make the playoffs. So I bet yes for this, but I think this is this board bet. I think is going to be nullified pretty quickly. I, I feel like one of them is going to be injured and it's just going to be done. <laughs> like this is kind of a sad one, but, but yeah, if they were, don't get we, injured, it's fun. It gets fun. This is one of these that Nick and I texted back and forth. And Nick was like, yeah, I was I liked him more in the rankings because if they're fully healthy, and yeah. I wrote back, even if they're fully healthy, I don't have them making the playoffs. <laughs> and you're like, okay, I'll take that bet. I'll take so, it. No, I'll, t- I'll take it. I think those three are good enough that – and I think that they'll play really, really well together. I mean, those are three positions where you need good players, and they have all the things that you need. They have they have all the different roles that you need. You need a big man that can defend the rim, Marcus Gasol. You need a point guard that can – at least set up offense, whether that's for himself or other people, and that's Mike Conley. And he can also score for himself really well. So he's a 20-point-per-game scorer last year. That is, yeah, He's underrated in that. Category. Keep on going after Conley. Then Chandler Barsons is a guy that can also he's, – he's your secondary offensive creator. And Marcus all shooting threes now. You have Chandler Parsons that can you know space the floor a little bit for him now. So and they, they didn't get anything from Chandler Parsons last year. So if they get – you know, if Chandler they Parsons also like, had They also had Zebo, Tony Allen, Vince Carter – those type of guys, those had bigger impacts than what people thought. This is true. They're they are definitely going to miss those guys. Uh, but as, if those if all three of those guys, like I said, are healthy, I think they're going to make the playoffs. And I, they'll be like okay. an eighth or seventh seed. I'm not saying they're going to be fifth or anything like that. Answer this: If they had to play Portland in a seven game series, both teams completely healthy, who wins? I'm going to take Portland. Me too. So I'm, that's I'm why pretty, I have the Grizzlies I'm, out. I'm pretty high on Portland though. Yeah, and that's why I say even with the Grizzlies being like a – even if they're fully healthy, I still take Portland over them. I still take Denver over them. That's and true. And that's my, my seventh and eighth seeds. So Things can yeah. happen in the season. Nick says if Parsons, Conley, and Gasol each play 70 games this season, the Grizzlies are a playoff team. I say 
I don't give a crap if they play all 82 games each. They're not a playoff team. This is not one of those things where you have Kobe with one with just Kobe and nobody though. That that's three guys at least. So I'm, I'm going to go with the three guys. There have been there have been worse supporting casts. Not many, but there have been there have been worse. Yeah, and it, yeah, I love Conley and Gasol, but it's the fact that they're in the West also. If they're in the East, different oh, ball game. Yeah, no. If they're in the East, it's this. saying like, hey. All the whole argument of they don't have a supporting cast, supporting cast has been worse, all this stuff. But in the West, you need a supporting cast. In the West, you need a healthy two to three stars to you know make the playoffs for the most part, especially next year. But it's so dumb. You need three healthy stars to make it in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean the fact that That's we're saying, hey, are. Portland, Portland really needs Nurkic to be healthy and playing good for them to make the playoffs. I mean, it's just it's crazy. All right, so that's our bet. Uh, I think that they will. Isaac thinks that they won't. This next one is sort of Mavs-related, but also Grizzlies-related. Uh, I hate betting against Dirk Nowitzki, but I'm going to. <laughs> Dirk will average more points and rebounds than Jermichael Green. So, I think that Jermichael Green will average more points and or rebounds than Dirk. Isaac thinks that Dirk will average more points and rebounds than Jermichael Green. So, this is where this is where we are. Uh, tell me why I'm crazy, Isaac. Well, this is based off our rankings and when we ranked our power forwards going into next season. Yeah. Um, Nick has gotten his hate because he had Dirk as his twentieth best power forward going into the season. I had it, Dirk. At- let me speak to the hate quick. None of it felt like actual real hate. Most of it just felt like Dirk is our guy, and I'm going to stick up for him no matter what. None of it really felt like, no, Dirk is actually blah, 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 this high on the rankings. I I just don't know if anybody came at me with a good argument besides how dare you. That was just it. I just have – I had Dirk nine, and yeah. I mean, As the July. ninth best starting power forward in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to clarify that for people and emphasize it. I'll take that for sure. If there's a hill I'm going to die on, I'll die on Dirk's hill. See, that's just where it is. It's just like rooted in Mavs fandom. There's just no rationale. It's not rooted in Mavs fandom. It's also, you know, also here I have my my rankings. Right here. It's, it's, this is the way to think of it too. If you're going to a seven game series, what, which power forward is going to give you a better chance to win the series? Oh, they're going to put Dirk in every pick and roll in a seven game series. They're, they're going to Dirk's going to shoot them all though. They're gonna they're gonna take Dirk off the floor quickly. Who? Who? We just talked about two teams. I no, think- I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, there's only a few teams that play this. Like, yeah, they play the Warriors. Yeah, they're gonna expose Dirk for sure. They play the Grizzlies. They're beating the Grizzlies. You don't think the Trailblazers would put Dirk in a pick and roll with Damian Lillard like every time? Oh yeah, but Dennis Smith's doing the same thing with Nurkic. Uh, no, like, I, I, I'd take Nurkic <laughs> defensively over Dirk for sure. Well, yeah, but it's still the same concept. Like, my point is Dirk can guard these other centers. Like, Dirk's best at center right now, obviously. But Dirk can guard a lot of these other centers in the league. So, in a seven-game series, yeah, I think Dirk gives him a better shot at winning a seven-game series over Thad Young. Over Jam- I mean, you have Jermichael Green over him. I've said before, I don't think Jermichael Green will ever be – I don't think he'll ever have a point in his career to where he'll be better than what Dirk is now. Wow. That's some hate right there. Well, so anyway, yeah. <laughs> I think Dirk will average more points 
and more rebounds than Jamichael Green next year. He's also still currently not signed. That's <laughs> what if he doesn't even play? What if he doesn't play? Because then neither of us win. No, I win. <laughs> no, okay. What I if, win that bet because that's your fault for betting on a guy that has, <laughs> that has not even signed a contract. <laughs> what if he goes and signs in China and averages like fifty and thirty? That doesn't count. No, it points and rebounds. That's what he averaged. He didn't say in the in league. The, oh my gosh! Don't even. Say <laughs> okay, Russ Smith's going to average more points than Steph Curry. Yeah. Jonathan Gibson's going to average more points than anybody in the NBA. That's very true. So last year, Jermichael Green averaged more rebounds than Dirk, but Dirk averaged more points. I think Dirk's points are going to go down. I think Dirk's minutes are going to go down. I think his rebounds go down as well. So just by virtue of Dirk's like minutes and opportunity goes down, I think that's why his minutes go down. I don't think that Dirk's a terrible player, obviously. I think Dirk's a very good power forward still. Uh, I ranked him the 20th best starting power forward in the league. Uh, he's probably the twentieth best power forward in the league, like just straight, you know, just straight up. So I, I'm not super down on Dirk to where I think that he's just a non-effective player. I just think he's going to lose some opportunity this year and not be able to show. You know, he's not going to get the counting stats. I think for for this specific bet, Dirk's an underrated uh, rebounder. Sp- what I was going to say, he's an underrated floor spacer. Like he still he still you know spaces the floor. And he still, you know, creates a lot of, you know, shots for people. But I just don't think that he's getting the counting stats. Yeah, I mean, Jamichael Green averaged 27 minutes a game last year. And he averaged 9 points and 7 rebounds. So 27 minutes, 9 points, and 7 rebounds. And he's but, what? How old is he? 21? No, he's a, he's a little older. He's like oh, 25, my bad, 23. Oh, really? Oh, I thought no, he was older than that. No, I don't know how old he is. Yeah, he's like now, 26, 27. Dirk averaged 26 minutes a game. That's going down. 14. For, how much more? How much less than 26? They he already. Was, they, the Mavericks have already come out and said they're going to monitor Dirk's minutes even more than they did last they've year. They've been monitoring for like five years they've now. They've been monitoring they're, since he came in the NBA. He's not going to go down to 20 minutes a game. No, it would be like 22, 23. It would be between 20 and 23. I don't know about that. I think it hovers around 25, to be honest. But Well, at this point, we're, we're arguing about two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's actually a big deal whenever you start looking at like some of his career averages. But like at 26, which is right under what Jermichael Green averaged last year uh, at 38 years old, he, had, he averaged 14 points and 6.5 rebounds. So that's what? Less than a rebound a game? Less than Jermichael Green? And Green's like, what, 23? The other point that you have to make with this is, and we've talked about Jermichael Green way too much in this podcast, is that it's because uh, you had him ranked above Dirk. That's why. Is that Zebo is also gone? Who else are they going to play there? They really have no other options. Well, one, he isn't back. So, and then two, we don't even know if he's going to start. They also just signed Ivan Rab to like a three-year deal, which is super random. But I think uh, Chandler Parsons Ivan could Rabb, start. Better, better starting power forward than Dirk Nowitzki. <laughs> You might actually have that. Wait, really? no, no, I wouldn't actually have that. Stop. I would no, I... also, speaking of Ivan Rab, I was reading the uh, SB Nation's rank. They ranked the uh, like the best players in 2021. Yeah. And uh, so I went back and read their one from, uh, they did it in 2013, and they had Ivan Rab number 98, that he would be the 98th best player in the NBA in 2000. Interesting. In 2017. Huh, they were pro- they were projecting high school players and stuff, but yeah. yeah, he's definitely not that. No, but I think Parsons, if he's healthy, uh, will get a lot of run at the four. 
I think very well one of the they're arguing with their best lineup could be Conley, Ben McLemore, Tyreek Evans, Parsons, and Gasol. Yeah, and then, well then Jermichael so. Green's gonna probably play some five for them too, some backup five. Okay. Well he just has to average more than dirt. Alright, that's it. That's where we are. Bring the hate. Okay, our next board bet. This one is easy money. This one is I'm taking this one to the bank. I'm taking this one to the lotto. I'm going all the way up 75 to Winstar. No, is Winstar up 75? I don't think it is. I think it's a different highway. No. I'm going all the way up. That's 35. <laughs> Neither of us are from here. Okay, I'm going all the way up 35. I'm taking this to Winstar. I'm putting it in. The Timberwolves will have more wins than the San Antonio Spurs. Isaac is clearly falling for what everyone falls for every year. It's the sexy team that grabs the superstar that, you know, has these young guys that are unproven and is, you know, the fun team to root for. Me, on the other hand, I'm going to take this team that has won 50 games since before you and I were born and is still doing it. Do not root against the Spurs. Do not... Do not bet against the Spurs. Maybe not root for them. You can root against them all you want, but don't bet against the Spurs. I will take that. I am going to take the Spurs. We'll have more wins than the Timberwolves next year. I obviously disagree. Is there a <laughs> matchup in the starting lineup besides Kawhi that you would pick San Antonio over? Yeah, but they're not playing head-to-head. This is the thing. I, no, I'm just asking. You keep putting them in these seven-game <laughs> series. And I'm like just that. asking. Jermichael Green and Dirk are not going to, like, Dirk's not even going to be in a seven-game series this year. <laughs> I'm just asking. Besides, and even Kawhi would be going up against Jimmy Butler, so he'd still be better. But I would definitely take LaMarcus over Tosh Gibson. Definitely. Okay, if he's playing the four. Yeah. I'm not for sure if Powell, I mean, I guess he's going to be their center, but Cats running circles around Powell. Give me Wiggins over Danny Green yeah, and Jeff Teague. Powell has no chance. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Green uh, over Wiggins? Is that what you just said? No, no yeah, no, Wiggins I, over Danny Green. Wiggins over Danny Green. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've I've said it before. I think this is the year. I think the Spurs drop a little bit. I'm not sold on their supporting cast. They let Deadman and Jonathan, you know, Simmons go. They brought back Powell on a crazy deal. Powell's like, I mean, he's what me, 38, 39 right let now. Let me talk about what you just said. That they let Deadman and Jonathan Simmons go. They averaged over thirty minutes a game off what? the bench but, together. Okay. Cool. What were Deadman and Jonathan Is- Jonathan Simmons before they came onto the Spurs? Deadman and Jonathan Simmons. They were nothing. Jonathan Simmons was not in the league before he came onto the Spurs. He comes onto the Spurs. The Spurs let these guys go because that. Did you hear the story about Pop and uh, Boban? No. Big Boban. Boban wanted to come back to the Spurs, and the Pistons offered him $21 million. And Pop goes, no, you're leaving. Go take that money and leave. And he kicked him out. He <laughs> made him go to the Pistons, and he's probably miserable now living in, living in Detroit. Probably. But he knew that like he had earned his money, and he had earned his money, and he was going to go get it. And he wasn't going to get that money at the Spurs. And Pop was just like, go. Go do it. We're going to find somebody to replace you. <laughs> like It's going to be fine. You're not going to find that money anywhere else. They do that with these guys. They come up with these guys out of nowhere. They'll probably have some other dude that comes up out of nowhere this year. Like, you know, Devontae Murray, Devontae Murray or somebody is just going to come out of nowhere and just be, you know, better than we expect and going to be a above replacement level player that we maybe not even heard of. That's what they do with these guys. Yeah, I agree. And I think Murray is going to have a solid year. Uh, I do like his talent at point guard and stuff. I just, 
I do believe what Minnesota did, you know, did this off season. It's not, it's not a type of thing to where, you know, it's not this thing to where Miami, you know, puts these three stars together and they're like, Oh my gosh, like how are we going to figure this out? These were alpha males on all their teams. Like cat is coming into his, you know, prime. I think he's just going to continue just to be a monster. Yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy Butler's Jimmy Butler and, it, there's just a lot of connection. It's not a random team. Like Jimmy's back with Tibbs. Like they have that connection. Todd's just back with Tibbs. They have that connection. They have that system in place. You know, Wiggins of town, you know, was already there. Wiggins is about to, you know, sign his Mac extension, whatever. And so, and towns like, I, I still think towns is going to be, he's going to blossom into that next, that next guy. So, yeah, I mean, I I have them finishing fourth in the in the West. I have the Spurs right behind them at fifth, but that's uh, I'm all in on them for sure. The Spurs are a machine, and you're going up against the machine. They are a machine, but eventually you have to replace some parts on that machine, and they have not did a very good job at replacing those parts over the past year or so. Our next bet is an interesting one. It is. Uh... Also related to our rankings, our positional rankings. I had Gary Harris too low. I admitted I had Gary Harris too low. Where did low. you have Gary Harris, Nick? I had Gary Harris like 20-something. Yeah, I think it was like 24 or something. Something like that. It was too low. I didn't give Gary Harris a good enough look. I admitted that. But now Isaac's saying that he's going to average more points per game than Rodney Hood will next year. And I'm not so sure about that. Well, I was pretty much wanting to see, take a guy that one of the twenty-three other guys you had shooting, starting shooting guards above Gary Harris, and I wanted to see how I could. And he wouldn't take Clay. He wouldn't take Harden. He wouldn't. Take... <laughs> <laughs> um, Gary Harris was hurt last year, so when you look up his stats, as far he only as played how much... like fifty-something games. Yeah, he played I think fifty-six games. So um, in those fifty-six, he averaged like right at fifteen a game. Should have done total points. That's what I should have done. <laughs> Because yeah. he only played 50-something games his rookie year, too. Yeah, injuries, I mean, they, they've definitely been a part of him. But anyway, yeah, I'll take that. I think I, I like Gary Harris's game. I'm not on the like bandwagon that he's going to be some big all-star someday, but I am a believer in his game, though, and uh, I think he will do well in the offense with Jokic and stuff running that. So I think he'll average around – we almost did a point-per-game like average – yeah, we almost I, picked a number, and then I was like, eh. Isaac wouldn't pick win totals, so I wasn't going to about to pick point totals numbers. I'm not doing no advanced stats. I was going to do uh, 18 <laughs> points a game. <laughs> Wins are not advanced stats, Isaac. I don't know if, you, if that's what you think. I don't know. I was just kidding. Um, <laughs> eight, I was going to do 18 points a game. Nick was like, nah, we'll, I'll do 20. I would have done, like, I, I done it at 18.5, I think. Oh, my gosh. Don't even. I would have. So, anyway. So I think Gary Harris will average more points than Rodney Hood this year. Rodney Hood averaged like 11-something points last year, but they're losing Gordon Hayward. They're losing George Hill. They're, uh, they're Just somebody's going to have to score. I think Rodney Hood's going to get, like we said, he's going to be given all the opportunity. He was not efficient at all scoring the basketball last year, but with the volume, I think he'll get it. Yeah, I could, I could definitely see it. I mean, you asked me. Last pod or what, two or three pods ago, said if there was a guy that's going to average twenty points per game on this Jazz team, who would I pick? And I said Rodney Hood. So no, I think he said Joe Ingles. <laughs> well, I thought you were saying Ingles or Gobert, and oh. I was like Ingles, <laughs> and then you're like, no, the whole team. So uh, that's funny. Hood definitely has his spurts, and we've seen it against Dallas for sure. So, nah. 
But I think Gary Harris is better though. I just keep seeing. I just keep replaying that game winner in, in Utah in my head over and over again. Stop it, Nick. I don't want to think about it. All right, our final, our final general NBA board bet. We're gonna have more with the Mavericks coming on our next podcast. Is keep sending in your payoffs to us. Who will have a better record? It's just straight up better record. Houston Rockets, Oklahoma City Thunder. Hmm. I take the Thunder, and I will take the Rockets. I think the Rockets are built. Gosh, am I going to be complimentary of both the Spurs and the Rockets on this podcast? And be and be and, and on, hate on Dirk and hate yeah. on Dirk and yeah. also and also be complimentary of Parsons and the Grizzlies. This is not a holy good podcast crap. For me. I'm about to tweet this out. This is a bad podcast for me. I'm gonna say Nick praised the Spurs, Rockets, and Chandler Parsons while hating on Dirk. On the and same okay, if you're gonna do that, go ahead and say that I said the Lakers are gonna win the West too. <laughs> no, that's I, not. I, actually I, did, true. I did say that though. <laughs> the other four is actually true, but <laughs> the Lakers one's not. I did say that though. You could get a clip of me saying that. So the Rockets are built so well. I think I think those two guards are gonna either they're either gonna stagger them or they're gonna play really well together. Uh, there could be some friction at, at first. They're not one of these teams like you talked about how the the Timberwolves were built and they're you know they have some some continuity there with some coaches and stuff. There's not really that with these this Rockets team, except for the guys that were there the year before. But with Chris Paul being you know being brought in, this is gonna be more of a Miami Heat type um big three quote unquote big three than it is going to be like a warriors where they come in and it's seamless you know i think they're it's going to be rocky maybe a little bit you could see them it's not going to be as bad as the lakers when they brought in dwight dwight howard where they went oh and eight in the preseason like it's not going to be that bad but i could see them being you know five and five in the preseason people be like oh my gosh this is not working blah blah, blah. look at their body language and all this stuff but they're going to play some incredible looking small ball they brought in pj tucker they have luke Luke Rich and Bob Mute. They have Trevor Reza still. They have Ryan Anderson. They could still, you know, be a, for his stupid contract, he could still be a stretch four and a really good one. He can hit 30 foot shots. They still have Eric Gordon somehow. Um, they're just going to score all over the place and be able to defend a bunch of different wing players. I think, I think. Chris Paul is going to be good for James Harden's defense because I don't think Chris Paul is going to take the James Harden like not trying on defense thing. That's gonna that's gonna be where their friction is the most. Not necessarily on offense. On offense, they're going to be able to figure it out. On defense, Chris Paul is going to go after James Harden, and it's going to, might not be good. But uh, defense is actually one of the one of my few question marks I do have with the Rockets because Bev gave them so much. He complimented Harden so much and was willing uh, to be that scrappy. Hey, I'm going to take the challenge of defending the staffs to all these people. Uh, Chris Paul is a really solid defender, but is he going to want to take that challenge every single night like Bev did? And will that take away from his game at being 32 years old or whatever it is? I have him as a three seed. I'm not. I'm not like hating on him. I think they'll they'll be great next year. I just think the Thunder have the second best starting five in the entire NBA. Um, I, I would the starting five of Russ, Roberson, Paul George, Patrick Patterson, Stephen Adams. I think it's. I mean, it's that solid. Starting. That's really good. Yeah, so I mean, I, I have them as the as the second seed in the West. I think Paul George uh, will get back to that. There was a time when Paul George was a top was five player in the NBA, good. and people good. were arguing that and had a very good argument for that, and. He's finally he's going to be playing with the best players ever played with in his career by far. Oh, and don't hate uh, on Roy Hibbert. Roy Hibbert in those two years was really good. Don't even. 
So uh, Stevenson, he's the man. I think uh, I think that pairing will work great. Not great enough to keep him in OKC, uh, or even b- both of them, maybe. But um, they're gonna go play with Bogut. <laughs> Bogut. Uh, but yeah, I just think uh, in a seven-game series, Nick, how would they? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I would take Andrew Bogut. That's uh, but yeah, I like Stephen Adams a lot too. I've said that before, but I think Patrick Patterson. You could argue that that's the best signing of the whole offseason. Yeah, that's a really good deal. For that that price and stuff. So, yeah, I I will take that. Um, If this is one that could literally go either way. I'm 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 right there with you. I think I had the the Rockets at two, and I think I have OKC at three. Um, But that two two through three, I think even with the Spurs throwing there, I think that all that is interchangeable with their records. Yeah, and you would. I think you would probably have the Spurs in that in that same tier with those teams. I do not. Yeah, I have them yeah, in the next because I would have. Uh, I have Golden State in their own tier. Then I have Houston and OKC together in that tier, and then I have, you know, the Spurs in that next tier. But anyway, yeah, I'll take that. So that gives us twelve bets. So what if we split six and six? Well, we're also gonna have our Mavericks ones. We could have something where. The you know the Gasol Conley Parsons Memphis one becomes null. Like a couple of these can can like null out. We could eventually have odd that's odd, true. odd number of ones. So that's yeah. true. We might do something where it's like by the end of the season. We have a couple of them that are awards ones, like MVP and stuff like that. That we might not even find out till July. That's true. I forgot about that. Or June. That's that's kind of stupid. So. All right, those are our board bets. I will post all of them on Mavs Moneyball, so go check that out. Go check out the table. Tell us what you disagree with. And, um, yeah, let us know. Continue to send in your payoffs because we are definitely going to use them throughout the year. For sure. I want to hear what uh, we should make Nick do. Something to do with the Lakers or I don't know. i got to figure it out. I will not hurt my puppy. <laughs> I will not hurt my puppy. <laughs> I, don't know, um, I just feel like I needed to like throw some. I'm not gonna do like anything. <laughs> if if Dirk has like a retirement press conference at the end of the year, Nick has to wear a Lonzo Ball jersey to it. No, something stupid will be like you have to ask a question. Like, you have to ask this question or something. Oh, <laughs> I'm gosh. not. That's that's not gonna be a. a yeah, that gets bet. into like that gets that's like an occupational hazard at that point. <laughs> I'm we could like gonna, be messing with our credentials at that point. I'm not gonna ask Carlisle like what type of razor he uses for his head. <laughs> So <laughs> because it's a bet. Oh, one that I might do though is ask Carlisle what he does with his second phone. That's something I actually might actually might ask him at some point during the year. And that's all you. I think I'm past asking dumb questions to Rick. <laughs> Carlisle, what do you do with your iPhone that you bought during the off season? <laughs> if he comes back and says I play Flappy Bird with it, that's it. I'm done. I'm walking out. Okay. I'm actually pretty good. I'm on the leaderboards for Flappy Bird. Yeah, because nobody plays it anymore. <laughs> No, he's probably gonna be like, I honestly haven't touched it. It's been in my desk at work for like ever. No, yeah, he he'd look at me stupid and then say that. All right, that's what we got. Those are our board bats. Join us um, the next couple of days. We'll be doing some more player previews without Isaac, and then we'll bring Isaac back on later in the week to do our Mavericks bets. And if you have ideas for Mavericks board bats, send them to us. We'd appreciate that. I guarantee you, we'll have something about Dwight Powell. Yeah, there'll be a couple things about Dwight Powell. I ain't doing a couple of bets. I'll do one bet on that dude. All right. Thanks so much for joining us, guys. Peace out. Boom. Boom.